Hey everybody, this is Dominic D'Angelo, WrestleZone.com. Today's date is July 8th, 2021. I'm happy to have with me here today. He's getting ready for Battle Riot 3 uh, on Saturday here, July 10th. He's going to be facing TJP and making his return to the ring and his debut in MLW. I'm here with Davey Richards. Davey, thanks for joining me, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's kind of neat because um, I lived in Philly for, uh, I want to say, five years now. Well, I was in Philly for five years. And I, I first moved there. And I remember going to my first ever show was an ROH show on October. I got the ticket right here. October 2nd, 2010. And you were, I can't remember who you were wrestling, but you were on the card. And I knew very little about ROH and anything like that at that point. So, and I was like, hey, that Davey's my guy. So <laughs> I didn't even coming full circle this, uh, this cool. Saturday here. So um, I wanted to ask you, uh, how does it feel just kind of, uh, you're on the verge of just coming back here. So uh, talk about that a little bit and how, how, what's your mindset going into this weekend and everything? Uh, I think like everyone else, you know, I'm super excited and, uh, you know, I just, you know, for a multitude of reasons, you know, to return to, you know, wrestling on television, that'll be really awesome, you know, to be in Battle Riot, to debut in MLW, to face TJP. And also, I think like a lot of people just get out and live a normal life, you know, and <laughs> see people and experience things in person again. So it's almost kind of like a culmination of a lot of uh, anticipation. So it's going to be a really special event. It is. And um, what's like some of your fond memories of working at the ECW arena also now the 2300 arena and everything like that in Philadelphia too. Yeah. Uh, man, there's been a lot. Um, definitely uh, my 30 minute Ironman match with Tyler Black. Uh, that was, that was a big one for me. Uh, me and Eddie had so many good tag matches there. Uh, and even in other promotions that ran there, like the new Japan USA, the old ones, I wrestled Tanahashi. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's, there's been a lot of cool experiences there. Just, you know, a, a lot with ring of honor, of course, obviously, but, but a lot of other promotions too. Dragon Gate USA had a really cool match with Yamato. So yeah. there's a lot of good memories there. Oh, that's yeah. It's fantastic. It's such a neat atmosphere. And yeah. I'm curious how it's going to look now. I, I don't know if they did any renovations since I was last there. Um, but yeah. it's a very neat vibe and I mean, oh, yeah. it can be sold out. So <laughs> it's like you said, it's back into the thick of things with it all. So it's, it's awesome. It's going to be neat, man. Um, what <clears throat> I wanted to ask too is uh, yeah, uh, you talked about it. I'm sure already at several, if, whether it's with interviews and stuff like that, but talk about your inspiration and just coming back into wrestling. And like, you kind of said you took the time off and it was yeah. a recharge of batteries basically. So uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely a recharge of batteries. Uh, just because I've been sitting in the classroom for three years, so it's been been a little boring. Uh, but um, the you know I, I never I the rumor was going around that I retired, but I never retired. You know, from anything, I just had to go do something else for a little bit. And um, you know, I would I was so you know inundated with what I was doing as far as school. I didn't really thought about wrestling in a couple of years, but this last year I just you know, it was really, really, really uh, kind of creeping up on me. And then uh, I was watching my favorite show, uh, Cobra Kai. Oh. And, uh, yeah. So and uh, and the the scene where Johnny's watching Iron Eagle, uh, which I, you know, I've seen that movie kind of a million times. I never picked up on it, but that where God doesn't give people things he doesn't want them to use. And uh, like that, that was right there. I just knew I told my wife, I was like, I got to go back and she's like, she's been so supportive. So it's, uh, you know, cause wrestling's, you know, it's always been a very big part of my life, you know, since I was 10. So, 
it's a, uh, yeah. So it's a, uh, it feels like coming home. Yeah. And what's how, um, coming, taking that break from it and everything, did, how tuned in were you to the product or, or were you just more so just kind of like, you know, maybe watch older matches like that you grew up watching or certain things like that. Was there Neither. nothing, nothing. I didn't watch any wrestling at all for probably two, two and a half years because uh, one, again, I was so inundated with everything with, with school and everything mm-hmm. and, and being, you know, a father and uh, but two, I knew if I watched, it's kind of like a, it's a drug, you know. So I kind of like if I, I watched it, it was kind of like you know. So uh, <laughs> so I was at least smart enough to to avoid it. Um, and it's also made it a lot funner catching up on everything. So right, it's uh, like everything's new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I was you know kind of starting from scratch again. Yeah. Um, something I find really cool too is, and I hear this all the time, and not just from wrestling, but if I'm watch, listening to like sports podcasts or things like that. Like people get so inundated with uh, certain things that they're into. So whether it's wrestling or social media or anything like that, uh, what I think is very neat is that, yeah, you have a life outside of wrestling and like family and going to class and stuff like that. Mm. How important has that been to you kind of not only just to take the break, but now you going into wrestling with those added elements of like, you know, class and and family and all that stuff. How, how is that kind of going in with a, better do you have a better mindset overall would you say for yeah yeah uh for me um yeah for me i kind of need that balance um just i I think because i can't just do wrestling because i'll drive myself crazy because um i'm so trying to be diplomatic there's gotta be some other word but i can't find one i'm so obsessed with with being the best wrestler and you know i'm absolutely upset ever since i was like you know an amateur wrestling I would just, I'm so it's, it's, I cannot turn my mind off. If I don't go do something else, I'll be thinking of wrestling nonstop. So for me, that balance is very important. Mm -hmm. What, so you mentioned like Cobra Kai and things like that. What other stuff kind of kept you occupied from an entertainment perspective and like kind of only with, I mean, class did, but like what outside stuff that maybe music. Yeah. Music. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big heavy metal fan. So I found a lot of new bands that I really like. And, uh, got to finally you know because usually i used to work on every weekend so i could actually go see some concerts of bands i really wanted to see i never got the chance to so um yeah that's pretty much what i did and you know a lot of entertainment comes from being a dad you know especially to a toddler it's pretty fun so yeah i got my fill (laughs) it's like you get that you get you live your nostalgia through them (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely thing about it (laughs) um talk about uh yeah going uh so you are facing tjp this uh this saturday um talk about him and uh his work and uh, have you, you, have you worked with him before? He's been in MLW. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We were, oh, man, we've wrestled so many places. I can't remember them all. Uh, wrestled a lot together in Japan. Um, California ring of honor. I, I know I'm forgetting me and him have wrestled a lot. Uh, so, uh, he's one of my most, uh, he, he's one of my favorite opponents by far. He's so talented on multi-levels and, you know, so he always brings out the best and I'm sure we'll bring out the best in each other. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Battle Riot. So I, I got my, I got a, they're putting me to work right away. You so. got a full plate, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a busy guy. Yeah. Um, so what made you, uh, you've mentioned this to Alicia too, uh, during your, the draft was that uh, you like the presentation and yeah. how uh, MLW uh, presents wrestling, like from yeah. that sports-like element and everything like that. What else were some motivating factors, like, factors for you uh going into mlw and how, how did that all this relationship come to be 
So I uh, was very lucky and very fortunate that when I uh, announced I was going to be coming back to wrestling, uh, a few uh, a few of the bigger companies reached out and uh, and they were all, you know, they were all good offers, respectable offers, everything. Um, I just, um, I know MLW seemed really organic, seemed like a really good fit, um, for lack of a better term, felt very comfortable. Uh, it's no secret I've always viewed wrestling as a sport. You know, I've never been into the real, you know, silly characters and stuff, you know, teach their own, but again, that's my own. So, yeah. you know, it's good to be aligned with a company that I, I think thinks along the same level or along, along the same lines. So we're on the same level, I think. Um, so it, it felt very organic. Yeah. It's, did you get to catch any of the, the, the restart ones, like with the empty arenas and stuff like that, that they were doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did, I, yeah. I thought the presentation of that stuff, like going into it, it had that very sports like feel with the timer at the top. Yeah. Like that ESPN esque or uh, ticker yeah. going on and stuff. Um, very cool presentation. And um, is there certain uh, aspects of, they have so many styles in MLW, like, and that's kind of like what they've embraced and everything. Yeah. Is there certain a style that you're kind of looking forward to getting back in the mix of and like, like complimenting with? Yeah. I mean, I've always been, um, I've always been a technical wrestler. I like a lot of mad stuff and a lot of like, um, you know, a lot of strikes. I like, you know, I like a very realistic side. I mean, I train in jujitsu and kickboxing too. So of course I, and I amateur wrestle seems like since I could walk, uh, so, you know, it's always going to be my main influences coming into wrestling. I just incorporate that into my wrestling, but, um, you know, uh, and, and there's guys going to be really good at that. You know I mean? We have a lot of really, you know, and there's a lot of really talented big men, like, you know, Jacob Fatu, Alex Hammerstone, like those are big guys, but you wouldn't think the way they wrestle because they're or there's agile, you know, you know, cruiserweights, you know what I mean? But like, they're like, they're big dudes or legit heavyweights. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people there, you know, cause there's no, that's a cool thing about MLW. There's really no two wrestlers alike. Cause Hammerstone wrestles nothing like Fatu. Fatu wrestles nothing like me. I wrestle, you know, <clears throat> nothing like, you know, TJP. So it's, it's very eclectic where I feel like, like take ring of honor. When I was there, a lot of us wrestled the same. <laughs> We didn't know that then, but now looking back. Sure, you're like, oh, hey, this kind of looks the same. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're all competing for the same gold coin. It's just someone just going, oh, you know what? I might just grab the silver. I'll be all right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's kind of neat because, um, yeah, I think of all the different talents from like Calvin Tankman to like Myron Reed. And uh, you have all and even the tag teams and stuff, too. And like, yeah, of, like a brawler, like Tom Lawler, too, and stuff. And yeah. Some very, yeah, the eclectic mix of folks going in. Is there any um, other names maybe that you're kind of looking forward to maybe mixing it up with? Uh, you know, in addition to the ones I just mentioned, I mean, there's a lot of really great talent there. Like Tom Waller, we've wrestled before, and it's always, you know, just a challenge, and that's what I love. Um, you know, Matt Cross got signed. That'd be great. Um, so <clears throat> I think there'll be a lot. Um, I mean, there's a, I mean, you know, it is, it's, I think everyone, the cool thing is everyone's going to improve themselves against anyone so like there's no people that are kind of like well i just want to be in this division i just want to face this guy i just want you know go for that belt like everyone's just like kind of it's it's a team but it's a very competitive team which i like yeah yeah absolutely now is there um was there would you say how how much would you say because i spoke to uh doug williams uh in back in march when he announced that he was returning to wrestling and he said a big motivator for him was the pandemic basically and knowing that like if you, you still have the and you kind of mentioned it already but was the pandemic and going through that kind of situation was that also kind of a motivator and coming back a little bit 
Not for me, because, you know, in, in addition to going to medical school and being a wrestler and a dad, I'm also a paramedic. So, yeah. uh, yeah, so I was very busy during the pandemic. Um, very busy. We saw a lot of sick people. So, um, it, you know, I've, I was raised with my grandparents, so I saw a lot of, you know, pathology, you know, growing up and eventually them succumbing to their, their diseases. So I've always been really um, aware of like how precious life is. So, you know, and, and, and I'm, you know, I've always been so thankful for wrestling. I mean, since the first time I stepped on a mat when I was, you know, was a young kid. So, I mean, like the, the pandemic was definitely, um, I guess, yeah, I would agree with Doug. If I, if I understand correctly, it's more kind of like a seize the day, you know, take advantage of the time yeah. you've got and the ability that you have. But, uh, you know, for me, it was like, I, I never lost that. You know, I, you know, I didn't need to be, and I'm not saying he did, but I'm just saying like for myself, like I always have identified myself as a wrestler. It's part of my identity. It's not just something that I do. Like, I will become a doctor, you know what I mean? But I'll always be a wrestler. So uh, I always had that passion for it. Right. Talk about your passion of being like a doctor and going into the medical field and stuff like that. What was a big motivator for you to do that? Uh, well, I knew you can't wrestle forever, you know, mm -hmm. like you can't, especially my, my kind of style, you know? Um, so uh, I was uh, working out in a gym in St. Louis and I caught, I saw some firefighters and I'm like, you know, talking to them and they were explaining their job and they're like, they're like, you should be a firefighter. And I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, and this is back when I was like in pro wrestling. No, I think. And uh, they're like, well, you become a firefighter. You have to go to EMT school. And I'm like, what the hell is an EMT? So anyways, I went to that and I loved it. Then I went to paramedic school and I loved that. And just kind of, um, you know, and be became a fireman as well. And, I, I, there's a lot of similarities between that and being in wrestling because, you know, I think in wrestling, what makes people, I mean, what makes it very difficult for people to transition out of is that you don't have that adrenaline rush. You know, if you go from wrestling to like a day or a desk job, that's going to be rough. Yes. Um, so for me, you know, it's kind of like 3 a.m. getting woken up and there's a burning building and people trapped inside or, you know, someone got shot or something, which happens a lot here in St. Louis. Uh, you know, it, it, that's that same adrenaline rush and you got to be on the ball. Just like if you're like, you know, I got to be on the ball Saturday, you know, because if not, those Philly fans are going to let me know that I suck, <laughs> you know, like, but I like that, you know, I, that's, that's me. That's when I come alive. So, um, and then just wanting to, I guess, kind of, I don't know, discovering I had a knack for it, a talent for it, you know, like I'm very calm under fire. And uh, so just wanted to continue going. And then somehow got the crazy idea in my head that I'm going to go to medical school and just, <laughs> and then uh yeah and here we are hey you know go full force man that's a it's a i think that too yeah i mean because so many people i mean i we had a i work at whole foods is my day job and we had a coworker that went into the paramedic field and everything nice. like that. and it's such a such an intense <laughs> obviously an intense yeah. thing to do um you talk about being calm in those moments starting off like doing that and not only like going into firefighting like when you were first going into that, like maybe stepping into your first building or, or certain things like that. Was there a lot of nerves going in there? Did you kind of find yourself like relatively calm for the most part? Uh, I would say the first fire was, uh, it was like it's two o'clock in the morning, really crappy part of town. And, you know, we would get called out for a lot of those and turned out to be nothing. So it's like 2am. I'm like, I'm half asleep, you know, we're in the, we're in the back of the fire truck, we're racing down the highway and 
my captain goes, are you ready for this? And I'm like, and I look up and I, and then we come over the hill and I see this house just completely engulfed. And I'm like, Oh shit. This is the the real deal. Like, here we go. Yeah. And, uh, so, and the first thing he's like, grab two chainsaws, you and your partner go up to the roof, cut a hole, you know, da, 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 da. And, and man, just the heat from the fire was like, you know, so like it was, uh, but then once I was in there, um, you know, it was like, this is pretty badass. you know, yeah. like the first, I was a flight paramedic too. I fly in the helicopters and the first time I went up, I was like, holy shit. And then afterwards it got to be like, kind of, you know, it's, it's, it becomes what you do, you know, like, you know, if I, like, if I had to like give a speech in front of a crowd, you know what I mean? Or, or like address like a college dormitory or something, I would be shit in my pants. <laughs> I'd go wrestle in front of the ECW, you know, or, or you know, 2300 building sold out. That's easy. You know, yeah. Someone got, <laughs> someone got shot five times. Oh, that's easy. Ah, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just what you're conditioned to, you know what I mean? So it, it, these, these are the two things. I mean, I've only ever had two jobs wrestling and, and, you know, being a first responder, it's literally all I've ever done in my life. So, you know, but yeah. yeah. So you going from that, like, yeah, if you had to go like to a desk job or just sit in, in a cubicle, oh. that's just like, yeah. I did that a little bit. And it was like a, one of Dante's stages of hell for me. <laughs> like, I could, yeah. I, yeah. In the seventh circle. Yeah. I couldn't, <laughs> no, that would not be okay with me. And not why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. You talked about being a heavy metal fan and stuff like that um what concerts did you get to go to and uh what are some of the, like your just some of your favorite bands in general uh i finally got to see judas priest live which was awesome um uh i i did miss iron maiden because i was working on an ambulance um but that was cool and a lot of bands that um that unfortunately aren't so popular the band called crypto so they're really good enforcer mm-hmm. really really good um so you have to see those guys. Uh, there's a newer band that's a little more popular, Ghost. Got, I went and saw them a couple times. Big fans of theirs. <clears throat> so all in all, man, it was it was really good. I mean, my friend Tony went and saw Metallica here, and uh, and that was good. Uh, so yeah, finally got to go see some concerts. You know, I, I'm really big fan of a band called AFI. I know they're not a heavy metal. Oh band, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a, I've, that's been my favorite band since I was in high school. So I went and saw them twice. Uh, and they were with Rise Against one time. So that was awesome. Ooh, that's a great combo. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really cool. It was in Nashville. So. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a cool thing. Yeah. So that's been, um, that's been a lot, you know, of, of what I've been doing. So. Yeah. No music. And like, I mean, obviously music and wrestling are so synonymous with one another and everything. So. Yeah. Is there, um, say if you had the ultimate, and you probably did this before, you know, whether it was an ROH or, or on the indies or certain things like that, what's what's your go-to theme song? Or do you have like a new theme song in mind if you could choose your own right now? Well, I was really lucky like this time around because I knew I wanted music that was not like just um, thrown at you, you know, that's how TV writes. So I got a hold of this band that i love called enforcer and i was like hey man like can i use your song and they got back like yeah, absolutely so my my song now is an edited version has a wolf howl in it the song called katana by enforcer so i think i'm the only guy in mlw that has you know like a custom like legitimate song Whoa. which is pretty cool um when me and eddie first started tagging i don't think many people recognized it but actually our first entrance was uh the middle part on from rhyme of the ancient mariner by iron maiden okay that was that, that was by far my favorite that was <laughs> but we went on tv you know i didn't have the right can't do that then <laughs> yeah yeah unless but, you're yeah. back in the paul Heyman days lincoln like, yeah right yeah right yeah so unfortunately <laughs> but that was my favorite one. Oh man okay great man great um 
Okay. So what we did during the pandemic too, and we've kind of just kind of kept up with it a little bit is something we call like a watch list. It was mostly to keep like viewers entertained and like kind of occupied. Yeah. Uh, as far as it can be any of your matches, like from the past or anything, or just matches in general that you enjoyed like growing up or, you know, as a pro too. Yeah. Pick like three matches or so that maybe uh, that, that you're just, that's a keystone for you in, in your career and stuff. Uh, in my career, I would say everyone always expects me to say me and Eddie Edwards best in the world, but like I got knocked down that match. So I really don't remember much of it, <laughs> Yeah, which, which, which goes to show you how good Eddie is to carry me through that. <laughs> um, I would say me and Michael Elgin showdown in the sun. Okay. Uh, I'd say me and Eddie Edwards and the Hardy boys in impact uh, in the um, uh, Manhattan ballroom. Oh, and man. then the third, man, if they can find it, me and Koji Kanemoto in new Japan oh, really loved that match. Uh, those would be my big three. So, and then my big three for other matches, the second Dynamite Kid Tiger mass match. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second Masawa Kawada. No, I'm sorry. The third Kawada Masawa match uh, from All Japan. Mm-hmm. And then, boy, the third one would be tough. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you a match I always really liked watching. You know, yeah, I would say, you know, if you can get your hands on it, uh, you know, honestly, I think it'd be Bret Hart versus David Boy Smith in Wimbledon. Yeah, SummerSlam and I. Yeah, yeah, I was so many things just popped in my head. Like, oh, there was that one Kurt, you know, Kurt Hennig, Bret Hart. Man, I'm a big Bret Hart fan. Oh, me too, man. Me too. Yeah, and then like the, you know, I I was thinking like Benoit Guerrero from Nitro, and I was like. God, so, so I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, throw a dart, you know? Yeah, right. You'll hit something. Especially yeah. when you got a like, list of Bret Hart matches in front of you. Holy Right, Christ. yeah. His biography is awesome. I just love it. And like, um, it's, oh, yeah, man. I think if I remember too, like, Davey was kind of out of it when they were wrestling. At, yeah. at, so, and he was yeah. like, he was describing how he was kind of working the match and everything. And so, and it's, yeah. it was a great match nonetheless, too. It's just, oh, man, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Pressure was on. Hell yeah, brother. Cool. <laughs> All right, so this Saturday, July 10th, Battle Riot 3, you're taking on TJP and you're in the Battle Riot. So uh, it's going to be good stuff. So tune in for that, everybody. Davey, anything else you want to plug? Just uh, support Graps Apparel um, on my Twitter and on my Instagram. Uh, My Twitter is at Richards Wesley. My Instagram is Davey underscore Richards 83. You can find these great shirts. It's it's a wrestler-owned and operated brand. It's really cool. And then obviously, man, MLW this Saturday. Um, in addition to that, we're going to be on Vice TV and uh, we're, we're coming to make a statement, man. We're coming to kill. So you, you don't go to war to get killed. So yep. we're coming to war to kill. So uh, it's going to be great. And we and if, if the fans are the soldiers, we got the best soldiers in the wrestling world, Philly. And uh, let's do it. Dude, make it special. It's going to be great stuff, man. Mm. All right, guys, this is Dominic D'Angelo. You can follow WrestleZone on Twitter at WrestleZone.com. You can follow us, go to WrestleZone.com for all your wrestling news needs and follow me on Twitter at Dominic D'Angelo. All right, guys. Thanks a lot.